Welcome everyone to another V Brown Bank session. My name is John Arashi. I work at VirtuStream. I'm BCDX number one. And I'm Chris Gully. I work for the VMR Octo, and I'm a staff engineer. This is our second part of a two-part session that we started at VMworld in the U.S. titled Developing a Cloud for IoT. In this particular session, we're going to go into a little bit more deep dive around, around what does it mean to create, to create a cloud that will support industrial IoT workloads. Quick disclaimer, this is not a specific roadmap. What we're talking to you is about a vision of the future that includes things that are available today and things that may come in the future, assuming that we are successful in some of the things that we're trying to do as we do our research and do our development, both at VMware, VirtuStream, and the other Dell Technologies companies. Um, this is a quick review of the uh, agenda. We do want to start off with a very quick overview of what we covered in part one to get everyone up to speed. You can view the original part one on the V Brown Bank website uh, from the Tech Talks from last, um, uh, the last VMworld in the US. We're going to talk about compute at the edge, mission critical workloads. We're going to talk about the IoT architecture as well as operations. Both are essential, both are important to being successful with the uh, IoT operations and the different components within there, which we will talk about as well. And then I want to present with you and with, uh, with Chris the concept around where the future may hold and why certain technologies have a huge value when we bring them together. Uh, these are things that are evolving, they're not things that are available today, but those are things that we're going to cover. So I'm going to start off with uh, the review from the, the previous session. The first uh, uh, segment that I'm showing here is a set of verticals. Uh, organization in, uh, organizations within industries that are dealing with facilities, with energy, with transportation, smart cities, smart buildings, and other areas. But again, focusing on industrial IoT, we look at where are these locations? Where are the specific devices and what are those specific uh, devices? So for example, we'll give you an example in a minute on security cameras, sensors related to that, actuators related to opening security doors based on uh, what's been uh, analyzed. So we'll go into a little bit more detail of that. Second thing is talking about IT versus OT. There's an operations uh, group that will may cover operational technology. These are the business functions, the applications. But then we have the infrastructure layer, which is handled by specific IT groups. One of the things that I do at VirtuStream is focusing on the concept between the two. When we talk to customers, we mean bring your workloads to us. We have a white glove touch for that in supporting you with a managed services group, with automation and so on, so that you focus on the OT, we focus on the IT, and where there's a bridge where we overlap, we'll work together on, uh, on those particular areas. And a third area that we wanted to cover, and we have a following slide on this, is around some of the challenges that we face. I'll read them out real quick. There's integration, there's management, uh, there's regulatory compliance, there's security. There's a number of different things that we've called out here. There may be others, but these are some of the things that we thought would be good for this short uh, talking point here. I'll pass it over to you. Sure, and so what we've done here is sort of a, kind of an eye chart, but the idea is that we're mapping the challenges to solutions that will fall within our portfolio. Obviously the things that are highlighted are things that we're working on, we're incubating, we, we call that a concept phase today. Um, and the other ones are things you can pull off the shelf today and go run your business with. But, and we're, so we're looking at it from across the entire end-to-end -end solution, trying to provide a point of view and the ability to deliver those solutions to our customers uh, and help them manage and, and sort of thrive and grow with those solutions over time. And what you'll notice in, in the stack here is we're showing you a set of Dell technology solutions. There's VMware, 
there's VirtuStream, there are other areas from the Dell EMC hardware side, there are technologies, for example, from uh, RSA. We're looking at a total solution using a majority of technologies within the Dell Technologies uh, solution stack. And we'll outline a little bit later how where they fall within the sort of spectrum of IoT and Edge. So there's a lot of different questions that come up about what does Edge mean. So one of the things that I look at is you have a lot of data that be, that's being generated by the Internet of Things. You have compute that has to work on those uh, data elements. But to move data from the edge all the way back to the core requires bandwidth. Even with 5G, do we want to continue to use large amounts of data if we're not going to use all of it? So that's why we look at the high data volume, how do we address that? We need to think about network costs and bandwidth. Real-time decision-making at the edge, if there is the ability to gather data and immediately know that you can take your inference engine to say, hey, we don't need to send this back for training or inference back at the core or at the cloud, we can do it out at the edge, then basically it's a faster response time, especially when it comes to things like emergency services, life safety, uh, things like in the transportation industry, uh, there may be uh, a need for a particular transportation vehicle to take a certain path, but we have additional information that says, hey, this path is no longer available. So we, the idea is to use that edge to do some faster analytics, and then the deeper training analytics can be done back at the core with the additional compute that you may have that may not exist at the edge. Sure. All, yeah. You well, I was going to say, well, one of the other important portions of that is the minimizing the total cost of the, of the life cycle of the data. Today, people stream data from the edge, take it to a data center, have to analyze it, sustain it, archive it, do all those things before they actually get value out of it. We're saying as we move compute and analytics closer, we can make decisions, we can actually minimize the cost of the lifecycle of that data, use it more productively. Some of it gets let go, some gets archived for deep learning in the cloud, but we're really trying to just really optimize how it's used. Yeah. And, and the other thing too that, that we have to think about is business continuity. So if you send all of your data back to the core and you don't do any edge compute, what happens when there is a network connectivity issue? If there are power outage issues? We have to think very carefully about how much data stays on the edge. If we can do some compute on the edge and discard unneeded data for the inference aspect or, from, or for uh, reinforcement learning, that may be an opportunity there. We need to think about that. That's something that um, the edge can give us some additional capabilities where we do more compute at the edge, so even if there's downtime back at the office, because we've got some of it completed, it's shorter time. If we have to send everything back to the core, you lose the value. Yeah. we're going to lose the time uh, I, on there. I think one last thing is that yep. we realize that the edge is a world that can be disconnected and it needs to be autonomous at times. Yep. So how do we still make good decisions with information coming in from the things and the gateways with it being disconnected potentially. Uh, and then I think, you know, when we talk edge, IoT people think these are new terms, but they're not. Right, they've been around for quite some time. Retail, manufacturing, transportation, they've been using them for a long time. We're just bringing new technology to bear in unique ways and driving decision making closer to the edge where the data's coming from and letting customers realize customer or business outcomes. Right, the benefit their their customer base and actually push the envelope for their technology. Uh, go ahead. And then, uh, so Edge Core, 
This is basically the design we're thinking about from an edge pers 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 uh, perspective. These are all the elements that compile that uh, edge platform, right? So we're being thoughtful about it. Self, uh, it's self-managed, it's got lifecycle management, it's automated, it's got accelerators, all those things that you care about, that you want it to have all in one package. You're not having to go rationalize it on your own. Uh, I think that that's the key, is that we're, we're driving it through software as well. So we're being thoughtful on the hardware and thoughtful on the software that goes on top of these stacks. And then, again, this slide, you can, it looks the same because yeah. we want it to be the same. We're saying we can drive consistency across your entire ecosystem so that you can move workloads seamlessly. You can manage them seamlessly. Your operators and, and the people that are trained to operate the software don't have to go use, learn a bunch of new tools. They've already built ex, uh, excellence around it. So their COEs are like, hey, this makes sense to me. And so that's the whole idea of that driving it. That consistency across all those elements are things that we hear from customers as being very important. Can we manage our cloud, our core data center with virtualization, and the edge elements. Even that could have the virtualization as well. Um, so we want to think about how can we ensure consistency, simplicity, and continuity in all of the uh, aspects. Oh, and I think the key to this is, is we're allowing customers to then go drive their business and build applications that help them service our customers. Don't worry about the underlying pieces. Uh, we're trying to keep them very consistent so you, know, you can go drive your business and be more successful in that area and not worry about managing all these other pieces down below. Yeah. So this is, to, this is one of the things that we've looked at today. We're going to show you now uh, another example of some of the technologies that fit some of the different use cases of what sure. is the edge step. So we're showing four areas here, things, edge, edge core, and clouds. They each have different purposes, but there are sometimes overlaps in those areas. This shows some of the technology. I'll just go ahead and if you want to add to that. It's a, and, yeah. and I think lastly that we're trying to show in this slide loose kind of fast, but that uh, the, the blockchain plays a role here. So a secure ledger, ensuring that we have authoritative source of the data and the device it's connecting to it. And how are we uh, shepherding that information, ensuring we know who's touched it, when they've touched it, how they, you know, what they've done to the data. Uh, and that is key to the success of that. And the fact that the data yeah. streams may be critical at times, maybe they're not, but if we take a holistic approach and say we're going to provide the same security across any solution, then you don't have to worry much about how you, you know, bifurcate the different types of scenarios and compliance that you would uh, need. And a key thing that I want to add here is, it's just like what happened with virtualization for Intel, what happened around the cloud uh, aspects and other technology breakthroughs, what we're finding is now, today, a number of technologies are being released, including the new blockchain technology from VMware, Pulse IoT, Dimension, there's a number of others as well. And then you have companies and cloud providers like Virtustream, we're one of the premier cloud providers that have a full VMware stack on top of that. What we want to do is make sure that from the edge all the way to the core and everywhere in between, we have that integrity of the data, we have authenticity, we can track that, we have the ability to understand if certain things got moved. These are all important to understand. What happens if you take a sensor that's on a heater and you place it on a cooler in a building? You're going to get unpredicted results, especially if you have certain action items that, that are driven by that. Absolutely. Yeah. And here we're sort of showing the dynamics between the IT and OT organizations today where they typically don't really converge. But as we move down the stack, right, you'll notice as you implement an edge core that they tend to blend more organically. And we're trying to introduce software like Pulse IoT that allow that to happen, but yet they can still stay in their own swim lane. So they can still build their own governance models and feel like they're doing the things they want to do from compliance and governance and standards, but yet they're blended through the software platform and using the same software platform to manage the entire ecosystem. And you'll see, lastly, 
you know, when we talk Pulse IoT, there's lots of ways to implement it. You can do it uh, in a standalone configuration than a factory that's in a sort of closed off, closed loop manner. Ultimate goal for us is having a hybrid model and you're running a master of masters Pulse that now is managing downstream Pulse instances and you're aggregating that view back up so that you can optimize the, the management of your gateway devices and potentially your edge core and then how that operates for the business outcome. And when you look at this, I think you can see, I, I work at a cloud provider. He's at VMware, I worked at VMware in the past myself. When we look at this last item, the number four, and you see that we've got two that show P and one that shows P prime, P prime becomes the master of the other ones as well. And that can be something that is owned and managed by your IT team or by a managed services cloud provider like VirtuStream. And that's one of the things that we wanted to let you know. You have the ability to control this environment based on your choices of if you're working with a service provider, if you're doing it on your own, if you're taking a hybrid solution. We want to be able to support each of those uh, areas. Absolutely. So I'm going to run through an example here. I'm going to go through fairly quickly because we do have a short session, but this is based on work that we've done as POCs with customers around Internet of Things and AI. So in this particular case, I want to show you that we have uh, an elevator door here that has a security camera that has to determine, is somebody allowed to get access? The person shows up, the camera takes a look at the person, and they need to do a match. And that match may not be a perfect match. That's the reason why you have AI for facial recognition and variances on, have I changed my shirt? You know, is it a different color? Have I changed the way my hair looks? Am I wearing glasses or no glasses? We had a, a joke about Messi who plays uh, for the Qatari uh, team. When you look at his pictures, there's 10 different pictures, some with beards, some without, some with mustaches. The idea of the analytics is to be able to work through that so you don't have every single possible photo of that individual. So this may be common sense, but in this case, we've identified somebody that matches exactly. Therefore, we can allow the door to open, allow them to get access, and get to whatever uh, uh, floors that they're authorized. Now, let's extend this just a little bit further. There are pictures in here that if you zoom in, you'll see that it's the same person. But the differences are pretty much the clothing or could be the hair, it could be something else, but the idea here is to demonstrate that you don't need to have all these different pictures to actually support this. And as part of what we're doing with IoT, we're thinking about how to use the sensors to do the analytics, to get the information to do the analytics, and then drive the devices to take action based on the rules that you create. I mean, I think the key is we're tr they're, the, they're training themselves, algorithms are training themselves based on inferencing information and pictures. So as I change, it's knowledge of me changes as well. So yep. if I shave my head, okay, it's still Chris Kelly. If I have there a doppelganger, may, yep. maybe, maybe it knows how to tell between the doppelganger and myself, exactly. but if it doesn't, but there's a multi-factor methodology as well. So if it says, hey, I really just can't tell if you're the right guy, give me your hand and now I know it's you. And then yep. let me adjust and learn that I just learned that you're still the same person. I can train myself more yeah. to handle those exceptions. And, and a great example of this, there are airports now that are using facial recognition as the way to get authorized to go through security pathways now. And that's something that I think we'll see more of. Um, we'll see how that adapts in different countries, but I think that's something that's valuable because it provides another uh, set of checks rather than stereotypes or you know whatever the uh, profiling of, right. of whatever country you know, you're having to travel in. Now, 
there's another thing that we talked about is mission critical. So mission critical workloads are things that are very essential for a business. IoT is an extension to what we think about as mission critical. Exchange Server, SAP, Oracle, those are considered mission critical for systems of record, systems of, uh, for interfacing and all that. But the key characteristics that we see as valuable are high availability SLAs, to ensure up to five nines of availability, I think that's less than five minutes or so, uh, a year of downtime. Assured performance, how can we guarantee that your resources that are provided will allow you to have your application run at optimal performance and meet your requirements in that area. We want to have integrated backup with the application. There has to be a way for recovery. In our case here, we're talking about monolithic apps, some of the traditional workloads. The same thing would apply, though, in a slight variation when you start thinking about container workloads. So this can be extended to that, that area as well. We also see very typically very high security requirements, uh, regulatory compliance because of the value of the data and the accessibility of the data, which is also covered on the, on the fifth point on geo-compliance. One of the things that we look at is NSXT and NSXV as elements to help us on security, including having policies for geo-boundaries. Um, and then the one item, which is number four, that I, that I just briefly covered was on the regulatory compliance. I'll have another slide that shows a little bit more on this in a minute. Um, and I think the key is that the state we're in today, we see everything as a fabric, but it's very disconnected. Customers have had to sort of be agile and move towards solutions to allow them to sort of keep building their business and evolving, and what that's created is a lot of disconnected environments. You've got developers in different clouds, you've got on-premises substantiations that don't match, you have operational inconsistencies, you've got skill sets that don't match, you've got tools and overlap that you're trying to sort of rationalize. How do you solve these problems? How do you use them? You have inconsistent SLAs, so you don't even know how to meet the SLA because there's so many different ones, they're disparate. And then lastly, I think it's the machine, that sort of the, the incompatibility of things, right? I've developed this tool that runs here, now I want to extend that to a different region or back on premise and I can't do it without spending a lot of time rationalizing, reporting, retooling. So when we look at it that way, the whole idea is that the future is a multi-cloud environment where we resolve some of these issues because we have consistent platforms across each ecosystem. Whether that's a bus or some special interface, the idea is how can we have a workload, any workload, any location, any cloud provider, that's kind of the multi-cloud nirvana that we're shooting for that I think Dell Technologies as a family is looking at. And I, I think I would definitely recommend following what we're doing, following what VMware is developing, what VirtualStream is working on, on our cloud stack, uh, in support of taking this approach. Yeah, and, and then we said, you know, managed services I think are something that customers are very interested in because they realize they spend a lot of time on managing the infrastructure and that over time it doesn't really benefit them. Uh, so, you know, with Project Dimension, we're looking at opportunities to bring a fully managed service, say don't worry about the speeds and feeds and don't worry about all that, we're going to give you a solid platform that we will help manage and maintain over time. You focus on the 20% of your business that matters to you, you drive growth, you drive revenue, we'll worry about the rest. And oh, by the way, we'll do it, geo you know, we'll do it globally and we'll do it in a consistent manner. So I think that's a really key point. So one of the things that we, we're not going to cover the details on this, but this will be available after the show. They'll be available on the B. Brownbag site. What we want to do is give you an example of some of the comparisons and contrasts between an informational technology group and an operational technology group, or the users in each of those areas. We're not going to run through these. I'll pick maybe an example of, in IT, the CIO and the IT 
are going to be the primary owners of the infrastructure. But from the standpoint of operational technology, it might be engineers, technicians, operators, managers, or particular people with a business perspective on how the OT applications will drive the business success. And I think the other key is that they think differently. So making them work together can be a challenge. And we're hoping that through software platforms that are sort of smart and thoughtful that we sort of bring them together organically, they don't even know they're doing it, right? Yeah. Otherwise, they still fight one another to some I, extent. And I do want to give a disclaimer. We both come from an IT background. Uh, we also come from a consulting background. We are not OT people, but right. as we've gone through, we've been learning about OT so we can do our job better, <laughs> just like we would recommend other IT people, architects or administrators, uh, as well as the app owners, to work across the bridge. IT and OT working together, yes, you may have separate areas, but working together can achieve some of the best outcomes. If the infrastructure people don't understand the app and vice versa, this is a common thread that we've had for decades. How do we ensure success? It's an understanding across the across that uh, that line. Well, and as the data center sort of condenses and the edge grows, it's a requirement, right? So you have to have that continuity or convergence. Um, and then, yeah. So uh, Pulse IoT. I don't know if you know much about this, but the idea here is that we're showing that its mission in life is really to again bring together the IT and OT optics while maintaining you know, and uh, monitoring compliance, security, on easy onboarding, things like that for the gateways. I think that expands into the edge platforms as well. Uh, that's not a today state, that they're really just managing gateways, but eventually the purview that I'm you know, sort of driving is how do I have full awareness to my IoT ecosystem so that I know when things are happening and I don't step on top of one another because IT, again, sometimes left hand's not talking to the right hand. This is, this is basically the last key slide that we wanted to cover. And we have uh, one other slide after this, but the key thing I wanted to show here is looking at today's technologies and solutions and services and where we see things happening in the future. Some of it's maybe nearer term, some may be longer term, but we've got traditional compute storage and networking that have now added on some newer technologies. Things like um, 5G for wireless, 100G for wired networks. We've got the addition of uh, accelerators, GPUs, TPUs, video processing, uh, you know, all these specific areas to do specialized mathematics. And a lot of these are now being pushed to the edge with intelligent gateways and embedded gateways. There's also an ecosystem of services around that. Um, we have a number of devices, and these devices will send data back to what we consider a device cloud that then gets shared back with the other areas as, uh, as needed. And across all of these, what we'll see on the right-hand side is the importance of having governance. Um, we are going to close with one last slide that shows what we're doing uh, across the family, the different parts of the family, and we would encourage you to look at what we're trying to do as a total solution stack. We do work with other vendors as well, but the Absolutely. key focus is how can we work better together, and this is happening. We're seeing it. I was at VMware for 12 years, three years at EMC, a year and a half now at uh, VirtualStream, and I'm seeing closer and closer relationships on developing that fun, uh, total yeah. solution. Yeah, absolutely. So. I think the, the full solution stack from one company means a lot, yep. right? Support, services, and then the growth of that over time as we evolve with your business, I think it's really critical. So it's like kind of one back to pat model yep. versus one uh, throat to choke, so, so. So the key thing that we want to do as a takeaway is 
think about crossing the border, IT working with OT, think about the new technologies that are working together as a system solution, not just the individual components. And if you have any questions, we're happy to answer them offline. Absolutely. But with that, we'd like to thank you for joining us for this V Brown Bag session, and thank you to the V Brown Bag team. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you.